sitting ringside this is episode number 106 i am your host robert via and as always with me my other hosts jared kelly and david rodriguez and the one and only the producer rudy laura how's it going fellas what's up what's up good to see y'all going on same here was uh david welcome back i know you were off uh last week uh I am your duty own. called, so you had to go. <laughs> for two years. I was, I was out for two years, and I'm back. Yeah, yeah, man. It's that's how, that's how it kind of felt, man, that you were gone for two years. <laughs> well, I'm back. We in full force. I ain't going nowhere. Episode right. 106. Uh, yeah, feels good. Thursday night, place I need to be, so. Hell yeah. Uh, tonight we do have an, uh, an awesome guest tonight. His name is Don Shameless Shaneus. He is a uh, 
MMA fighter out in Rhode Island or in uh, Connecticut. Um, he, uh, yes. he's, he's a really interesting guy. <laughs> he is um, awesome. Yeah, he is really awesome. Uh, we'll get to know him outside of, of fighting. And I got some some random ass questions I'm going to ask him and see if, what, what kind of reaction I get from him with my questions. Uh, but before we get started, a uh, quick shout out to HKA USA. Um, please go to fightbookmma.com, click on the HKA USA tab, um, purchase their stuff because they help out the fighters, they sponsor them. So the more that we can contribute with them, the more that they'll be able to help out these fighters. And, uh, and yeah, man. Um, also uh, hit our uh, partner promotions tab and check out who we uh, work with really, really closely. And uh, Fox Sound Fuel, go to Fox Sound Fuel. Anything you purchase from them, use our discount code in all caps, FBMMA. You get between 15 to 20% off. I'm not too sure where, right now what the percentage is, but hey, 15% is 15%. So, um, but I believe they did bump it up to 20%. So hook, hook them up by purchasing some stuff. Um, we don't get any kickbacks of, at all. Um, we just get... I get a free supplement here and there. So, uh, but they're, they're really good, good guys. Um, and thanks to everybody that's watching and or listening. Thank you for the support. We really do appreciate it. Buy our merch. You'll get some hats. You'll get some t-shirts. You'll get some sweaters. You'll get everything you want. Um, if you don't see what you, what you want, send me a message and I'll make it happen. And if you want a autograph version, from any of us here on the panel, you can also request that for our super fans out there because we know you're watching, we know you're listening. If you want an <laughs> autograph, I'll be happy to sign it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I know I know Rudy would want to sign it. I'll sign it in yeah. blood. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> sign it in so, blood. But that's something new we're doing. So just to throw it out there that yeah. Autograph specials are now available. There Unless you go. your last name rhymes with Biden, we want to see it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Quick shout out to our peeps that are in the chat, Mr. Mark, Mr. Matt, and Paul. Thank you so much for joining us. If y'all have any questions or any comments, go ahead and do so. I am looking at it uh, very frequently. Um, so yeah, uh, just talk to us we're that's what we're here for if you want to interact we'll interact we'll 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 do whatever we'll we'll answer we'll even try to get you on if you want so but before we get started guys um there wasn't any ufc last weekend but there was the most awesomest boxing event in the world <laughs> is, is awesomeness even a word it is, it now. is now. It is I think now, in right? a, I think in 2020, 21, yeah, anything can be a word. Yeah. The, the <laughs> rules have changed, you know. So well, we had Evander Holyfield uh, take on the phenom Vitor Belfort. And in the <laughs> co-main event, we had uh, Anderson the Spider Silva take on Tito Ortiz. Um, what is uh, let's talk about the co-main event real quick. What are your guys' yeah. thoughts on the knockout that shit was fucking funny dude <laughs> i was laughing my ass off expected it was expected tito t off on oh. silva and then silva takes a step back and bam it was fucking stupid bro now 
I, you know, I, I've had mixed feelings about that fight because at first, my first reaction was he took a dive. Nah, that wasn't a yeah. dive. He but, got legit he yeah. knocked out by a boxer but, that he thought he was going to muscle. And that exactly. doesn't work. That may, might work in MMA, but boxing is a little different, bro. And Silva's Yeah, not man. Much. Yeah, that's what I was saying, man. Because after I started seeing the replays, man, that knockout, that, that last punch was clean. Clean. He went so, to sleep quick. He did. He did. He yeah. didn't even know what happened. He and was the just good like, thing was, oh, I mean, yeah. they're, they're two guys around the same age, you know, and they started around the same time, I would say, uh, more mm -hmm. or less. And, yeah, that, that was – I didn't expect that. I thought it was going to be a better fight. Nothing like the uh, fucking beating of the elderly patient. <laughs> yeah, that was out for air, and that, that was his exercise to get his ass fucking beat. And for Joe yeah, Rogan to be there to interview <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot to – there's so much to unpack with this event that happened and i guess i can start with um i mean we know it was like three days notice four days notice what was it they you know moved the venue to florida uh the fights were considered exhibition bouts um it was a shit show from like start to finish we all I, knew i ain't it was even gonna mad be, about but... it bro i'm not even mad about it either you know yeah. it's uh yeah it was entertainment and, and you know what holyfield got paid he got his name out there he got to do something fun man but, exactly. Uh, hey, I don't know. It just looked but then, again, but then again, about the pay though, Rudy. I don't know if you've seen. Uh, didn't seem like it was a, a big success, and the pay per view buys and their revenue that they generated. It probably wouldn't. It's probably not going to cover the purses of all the fighters. So that's pretty fucking sad. That's um, all their it, events have been like that too. Every single one of their events, they have lost money. I don't know how they're going to keep keep doing it. That's not smart. Yeah, they they tanked. In, in revenues, they did tank. Yep. Um, there wasn't enough pay-per-view buys for it. Um, you know, it, it's just that there's not enough marketing. That's what's going on. There's not enough marketing. Only us, the hardcore, and, and some casuals that are in Facebook groups that get to see the posts that, you know, what fight's coming up. But I think marketing is what's killing them. You know, that they, they rely too much on these uh like they, they rely on snoop dogg or um you know having donald trump as a commentator they put these type of fights together see him commentating anything yeah. yeah and then they they put these type of uh fights together and like i said you don't really see it like on tv um being announced um it's just that that's what's not helping them get so much people to buy the pay-per-view because it's not that expensive yeah. it's not that it's it's way cheaper than the ufc pay-per-view and i think too along the lines of tito his performance i just think performing in front of his he's like trump's number one supporter he just went out there winging punches and fucking silva's always been a nasty striker don't know what the fuck tito's game plan was but yeah he got folded you know what i mean and mm -hmm. it was kind of funny but sad and yeah i don't know what the hell would happen there and shout yeah. out to anderson silva though he gave him a think, first first class seat in his ride back home i don't know if you I guys read this, about that this too, event so. tried yeah, just i did try yeah. to do hard for the shock value man with the, the old yeah. guys fighting trump yeah. in there i'm like dude come yeah. on bro this is just dumb they're trying to appeal to a base that they think they can and it's stupid yeah. it's like bro and it failed miserably whatever. yeah
It's dumb, dude. Just like if they didn't have Jake Paul in their first event, they probably wouldn't even have made it this far. But he left and went to Showtime, so yeah, yeah. it's it's dumb, dude. Whatever, dude. Whatever. If they 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 make Def Def Jam the video game come to real life, I'm all in. <laughs> it's something like, like a video game. Yeah. But as far as Holyfield and Vitor Belfort, I mean, Jesus, man. Like, Vitor Belfort went in there for the kill. Like, he was fighting for the belt against fucking Luke Rockhold, you know, 10 years ago. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, he could at least let the fight, you know, go maybe a round or two. Maybe we could have seen Holyfield, like, flashes of him moving around, like, for the old school hardcore fans. But mm-hmm. he just went in there, roided to the gills. You just heard everybody um, go, Vitor, no. <laughs> I think the most haunting the, the most haunting thing about this event was the conclusion, the post fight interview and everything that happened there. That's when it was just it, it it capped off the shit show that was Vitor yelling, screaming for Jake Paul, and I guess like what the owners of Triller and that calling for the fight, jumping in there yelling. That was a shit show too. Mm-hmm. So well and then but, Vitor he uh he challenged uh, Jake Paul for thirty mil, and then yeah. he challenged he challenges uh, Canelo for uh, forty mil, I think, either forty or fifty million. So, well, do they I even mean, have forty million to do the fight? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, well, it, it wouldn't be yeah. it wouldn't be on a trailer card for sure. It would be either Showtime or TGB promotions or Canelo promotions. It would be one of those promotions. Uh, PBC yeah. might even be able to, you know, co uh, uh, produce this uh, event if it does ever happen. Um, so I don't know, man. It, it, there's there's a lot of a lot of things that's happening in the boxing that uh, we never thought that would happen, and it's um, it's just a circus. That's all it is. It's a circus. Total twilight zone, like I've been saying, and I mean it just keeps happening and. I mean, they're going to keep losing money. And I mean, I don't know what people like Dana White's take on the whole thing was probably the most hilarious take uh, that Dana White's had in a while. I don't know if you guys heard it. And Mm -hmm. he was saying like, if you were, you know, fucking stupid enough to buy the pay-per-view and just completely shitting on Triller like he has been, uh, you know, he was keeping a close eye on it because he knew Tito, you know, he he was happy to see Tito get knocked out. But uh, I don't know, the roided Vitor boxing era, um, we're going to continue to talk about it. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who they uh, match them up with. But um, I don't know, man. Jake Paul, Anderson Silva, I guess that could be the fight. But we shall see. It was considered yeah. an exhibition fight, so it's not actually going to be on his pro record. But yeah. Silva still kind of being – showing that his goatness is still carrying on at 46 years old. It's kind of amazing, right? Yeah. Well, let's uh, pause right now because we have our guest, Mr. Don Shameless Shameless. What's cracking, man? You're, you're muted real quick. You're muted. I'm mute. How are you doing? Go. Pretty good, good, brother. How you, yeah, man. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. That's awesome. Well, everybody that's watching and or listening, we do have our guest here. Like I said, Mr. Shane. Shameless. I'm just going to call you Shameless. Please do, by all means. <laughs> uh, you are a vet in the Cage Titans promotion. Um, you've been fighting for them for the longest time now. Um, Jared did tell me that your uh, next fight got pushed uh, 
a little bit further out into uh, um, November. So uh, talk about uh, your uh, your fight, man. I mean, uh, who were you gonna face? Uh, how was training? I mean, how, you know, just the, the the usual talk of MMA. I mean, what? Uh, I how did all that? Yeah, how did all that come come through, man? So uh, I fought July tenth. I fought uh, Nate uh, Williams. I ended up losing that fight in the main event for the 145 pro title. Uh, it was a close fight. I feel like he kind of stalled it out. He, he won the decision. It is what it is. Fuck it. I wanted a quick turnaround. So I was looking at August 28th to jump back in the cage at the next cage thing. But I actually injured my shoulder. So I've been dealing with an uh, injury. So what we decided to do was getting too close to August 28th to, uh, to you know, tend to my, my injury. So... So what we decided to do was push it to September 25th. Gave me just amount of time to heal up and back to 100%. Problem is, they canceled the fucking car. So here I am in the state of Massachusetts, and um, I'm, I was expecting a fight next week, and uh, things kind of fell through. But it's all good, because uh, right now they pushed the card to November 6th, I believe, right after my sister's birthday. So... Uh, Looks like I'm going to be making a trip back to Missouri to get my training camp in at uh, Glory MMA and Fitness out in Lee Summer, Missouri. And uh, and I'll come back in November and uh, fight and steal the show, you know? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> now, you um, originally were not training out at Glory, correct? No, 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 no. So, uh, you know, I, I've trained at so many different gyms. I've cross-trained with so many great gyms. and uh, right. But my base gym was Citadel Martial Arts in Boston, Massachusetts. But uh, during the pandemic, I had to miss a couple opportunities because my weight wasn't in check. Uh, some really big life-changing opportunities. So I missed that. And uh, after talking to my coach and uh, my manager, uh, they lined things up for me to make the move down to Missouri, where I've been training pretty much full-time. You know, And it's been unbelievable. I've been blown away with uh, the culture there. The culture there, I, I couldn't match anywhere else. It's unbelievable. All killers. All killers out there all killer not only all killers it's like there, there's so much insight and, and it's so much more than just being a killer you know it, they're they're trying to make you a better person you know it's not just making you a great fighter building your fight iq but but the conversations that go into fighting is, is so much more about yourself and really finding yourself and being successful on on all levels not just fighting you see yeah, yourself no. staying out there at this keep going out there for all your camps following this or is it no just brainer. no no brainer no yeah, brainer awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. and how close is how close is it to your home like where you grew up out uh, there <laughs> so uh at least i'm in missouri is about 1500 miles away from my home oh so yeah right down the road <laughs> yeah, i drove out there in january and uh I, I spent a lot of time out there and then uh i came back to fight in uh, july and then uh I went back out to Missouri, and then I came back expecting to fight. Well, I, I came home for some family stuff but uh, early September, but I took care of that, and um, my family's good. So I was just expecting to stay and fight uh, to the 25th. So right now I'm kind of in limbo, uh, and I'm probably headed back to Missouri next week. Now, do you have a full-time job, or is this your full-time job fighting? Fighting is my full-time job. Okay. Um, okay. I have a side hustle where I sell advertising space and all my merchandise, uh, which which really helps me fight full-time. But I also have a side job. I, I like to bartend and uh, and work in that gray area, you know, where where you know 
if there's any job where I don't have to have a boss and I can work off hours and still train full time, those are the, the gray areas that I like to maneuver in, you know, that that's my wiggle room where, you know, luckily things out in Missouri are super cheap. Uh, the place I'm staying currently is a fighter house. So right now I'm a uh, fan rent in a fighter house, which is, you know, we're split between three fighters and a girlfriend and a dog and uh, rent out there is probably one six what I pay out here. So, 100, 106? No, no, no. no. It's a lot. Well, like, I mean, it's New England's expensive. Oh, okay, I was going to say, holy like shit. <laughs> so, you take my rent out here just myself, divided by six, and that's what I'm paying. You know what I mean? Like, okay, okay. Okay. I'm like, man, 106? Hell yeah. <laughs> it's expensive to live in Mass, especially if you're around Boston area and stuff. Well, you know? it was fucking crazy. You know, I lived uh, in Plymouth, right? So I got this whole fucking crazy idea. It's like, you know what? I want to be the biggest draw in New England. So I moved a quarter mile from the venue. I worked another quarter mile from the venue. I sold to everyone from my hometown to the venue. I, I picked up one of the biggest followings in New England. And, um, you know, then I moved across country and I know no one. So it's <laughs> funny. But it, it's crazy because, like, out here, like, my last house, I was living with a couple coworkers, and I was spending like a thousand bucks a month for rent and then utilities on top of it. And then bullshit it, between all and then gas. But right now, the way things are set up, I, I pay. I, I don't get me wrong, I pay my dues, but uh, you know, pretty much I get at five minutes from the gym, I found a bar to uh, you know, to work at five minutes from the house I'm staying at. So all I'm doing is wake up, train chill, train, sleep, wake up, rinse, repeat, you know? Nice. Can't beat that. Jesus, you perfect. Get, yeah, man. I live within five minutes of everything except the grocery store. There's a cost of like 10 minutes for me. You know? Well, that's 10 minutes is 10 minutes, man. That's nothing. <laughs> right? Between yeah. Glory and like a, a Genesis, which is kind of like a uh, like a conventional gym, you know, I'm five minutes from everything mm. I would leave them. And so it's, I, I, there, there's no better setup. You know, in a, in a room full of studs, it, it, it's world life changing. Life changing. Just just being around that culture and atmosphere is life changing. That's awesome, man. Now, do you, now, do you, you talk highly about the uh, Glory MMA because um, I know a lot of fighters. You know, they start off, you know, in smaller gyms, um, and and you see them fight, um, you know, locally, and and you don't see them progress, and then they move to like to the bigger gyms. And they get too overwhelmed, and so they go back to the to their smaller gym because that's where they feel comfortable. Now, in your case, you went to Glory, and like right away, you felt comfortable. You felt like you're a part of the family. Um, you feel like you've grown mentally, physically. I mean, I think that's what's helping you in in your career uh, as a mixed martial artist. Correct. Like it's like that, but but it's really not. You know, I had to leave my comfort zone. You know, over over the course of a weekend to get out there, I quit my job, I got my girlfriend, I moved out of my apartment. You know, so it's like me feeling comfortable. There was no comfort zone there. You know, honestly, and I think comfort zones to see people like go to these big camps and come back, they just want to be the big fish in a small pond. And that's for me. I'll be a fucking small fish until I eat all the other fish and become a big fish in that pond. You know, until I until I start. But 
but it's funny, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it might seem like I'm comfortable, but hell no. Hell fucking no. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do for money. I had no idea what was going on. I just said, fuck it, dropped everything and, and decided to, to go fucking all in on this. And, uh, you know, I, I, I definitely know that what you're talking about, about people going there, coming back, going there, coming back. But the problem is I can't get comfortable at home. I've already been home longer than I want to be. I'm ready to go back to work, you know? So I know when I'm there, I'm becoming a better fighter, a better person, and a, just a better human being overall. And, um, you know, it sucks being away from my family. Uh, it sucks being away from all my friends and, and my teammates here and, and, you know, and, uh, but it is what it is. Like, it's not comfortable for me, you know, where, yeah. where it's, it, I still got to figure out a way to make some money to just pay the rent, you know? I, like, it's not like I'm killing it out there, you know? I, I still got to fight for my bread. And and then the rounds on top of it, like, my first week there, I was green-lighted. I didn't even realize. My first day, I went with, like, my first live round on a Monday. We fought on Mondays. We get the hard day out of the way. My morning session was Grant Dawson, James Krause, Kevin Cruz, oh, and, uh, and Trey Ogden. Four out of the five fighting the UFC, and Trey is on the cusp, if not, should be in the UFC right now. So, so it's one of those things where it's like, there, you're getting thrown to the wolves, and it don't matter what day. And I, I don't think I won a round for maybe a week, like maybe a month. I don't think I won a round. <laughs> I'm just going with killers. And then these guys that I had no idea who they were, who were just making their pro debuts, or were amateurs, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Why is that so good? But, it, but it's really the the uncomfort that's going to make me grow. And, and me being me, I'm, I'm willing to eat that shit for a while until I become the best me I could be. That's awesome, man. I love it. I love hearing that stuff, man. Because that, that's what brings out the best in you, you know? Dude, James, yeah. um, when I, you're... I say this on almost every fucking podcast. James Krause is a book of the month club. Last month I read. <laughs> I haven't read a book in my fucking life, my whole life. I started off one book like two, three months ago. Then I read another book the next month, and then last month was seven fucking books. I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> you, you became a nerd. A nerd. I stopped playing video games and started reading. Like, <laughs> damn, like you know? but it's not like when you you can you when you come home though it's gonna be good because you'll still sell out that place. Don holds oh, the records for selling out Plymouth Memorial Hall. It's it's I'm, crazy. I'm extremely fortunate. I'm extremely fortunate. You know, uh, it doesn't matter what it's Memorial Hall. If I fight up in New Hampshire, if I fight for it doesn't matter. I have the craziest fans willing to go to any length to take a piece of my soul, with. And, and and that's all a fight is. It's like, look, the walls are down. You get a piece of my soul. I don't get this back. Win, lose, or draw, that's me through and through, you know? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and and it's really special when you're able to capture the audience, and, and you got to recognize that, you know? But I've also been extremely fortunate to, you know, leave my comfort zone. I, like, it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely grateful and lucky, you know? So Yeah. That's good, I'm, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? But like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying, man. That's that's really awesome that uh, you know you feel the way you do. Um, now, do do you um, 
give time to, you know, for your fans, like when they ask for a picture or for an autograph or, you know, just to have a regular conversation, you know, do you stop doing what you're doing to do it? Or, cause I know a lot of fighters, man, they can become a little cocky, like you know this. what I mean? I'll put it like this, right? That's what sets me apart. That's what sets me apart. You, you want to create e emotional connection with every single person in the audience. All right. Like for example, yesterday, right? Uh, I was working, I was bartending at my old job. It was cool that like, I left on really good terms with them. All right. You know what? I'm covering a shift for uh, my old roommate who who's moving. So, you know, I come in, I'm helping her out. I'm picking up the shift. And uh, someone was asking me about fighting. Well, sitting next to me is this fucking 12-year-old kid, right? And he's telling me how he boxed. I'm like, no shit, show me, right? So he heard, he overheard me talking to this table about fighting and like what's going on with my next fight and da 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 and I'm taking the time to talk to them cool well this fucking kid right uh he, he's like yeah and I'm like all right pull up your Instagram I want to see these videos he's like well I don't have really much on my Instagram I'm like we're making you an Instagram we're getting your videos we're posting it we're taking a picture not only did I take a picture with the kid he posted it I reshared it I told all my friends to follow him you know and, and you know and if I could change the world just like that, just like talking to some kid and having him believe in himself, like that's what really gets me off. Fighting's fucking my favorite thing ever. But right. what's even cooler than fighting is, is being able to—I don't—I don't want to say influence people, but like uh, I definitely want to say that I can have an impact like that on some kids, you know. And that's what sets me apart. I take the time to—if you're coming to my fight, I'm knowing about it. You're buying tickets for me. And I'm taking the time, and we're shooting the shit. Like, like, like you're emotionally invested in me, mm -hmm. right? Even just just doing this podcast and picking up on my vibes. Like, I didn't have to do this. Today's my fucking birthday. I didn't have to do this. I wanted to do this. I'm taking right. the time to to, right. to fucking come on and, and talk to you guys because I appreciate your outlet and what you guys do for me. You know, so it, it's one of these things where it's like. Yeah, in fighting, someone's going to win, someone's going to lose. You're rooting for someone always. Oh, why, 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 why not take the, the extra second and just say what's up and catch people's vibes and see how they're doing? You know, like, well, what makes people bet? Like, I'll put it like this. this. This is a concept that sticks in my mind. I am no better as a human being than any one of my fans. Sure. So, so who, yep. who am I? To fucking brush someone off. Right. I'm fucking nobody. I'm fucking nobody. Right? I'm fortunate to be in a position I'm in. You know, I'm fortunate to have an audience. I'm, I'm fortunate to be on your podcast right now. So we're, we're the one that's fortunate. <laughs> wow, see, see, I, I think it's one hand watches the other. This is win win. You know? Right. I get yeah, to yeah, yeah. with you guys. We get to shoot the shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure, man. And we get people, you know, to to get to know you, you know, because just like you said with that little kid, you know, these kids nowadays, they see fighters as superheroes. You know, they, that's that's who they see as a super as a real life superhero, as a gladiator, you know, and if you made a huge impact on that little kid. Because he's like, holy, like in his head, I'm sure he was like, whoa, this guy, he's a fighter. He fights in the cage. I see him on TV and he's talking to me. He's one, he wants to be my friend. A total stranger. And, and, and that right there, man, it, 
maybe you will never see him again. Maybe you will. You don't. Who knows? Nobody knows, right? Bro, but I you bet you, I bet you, I bet you that kid is going to be growing up and being a lot more confident in school in his in in in, in whatever it is that he does in life because of that one moment they, that was shared with you. Well, well, that's all I'm trying to do because you don't know the ripple effect that you can have on someone's life. Like, like exactly. you can, a simple fucking sentence can change the world. Mm-hmm. Because all it takes is one idea, right? You plant a little seed and, and you don't know how that's going to sprout. You're just planting seeds. You know, I'm no gardener, but concepts and ideas that are, are you know, but, but I'm so much more than just a fighter. People don't get that. You know, people look at me and like, oh, yeah, you like to fight. You know, I I train my life to be in better shape than everyone to to acquire these skills and and mental toughness and and put myself in really uncomfortable positions financially. um, More than just financially, like like just cutting weight. That's fucking uncomfortable. (laughs) It sucks. I put myself in the most excruciating uh, positions. To you know, gain an audience and and create a platform for myself because I truly believe that when I'm done fighting, there's gonna be a day I'm done fighting. I truly believe that I will be able to impact the world by speaking. I think that I'll be gonna be a great inspirational speaker. And um, yeah, that's awesome. And, and I think that that's how I'm really gonna impact the world. But right now, I need to be the baddest motherfucker I can. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, Make myself fucking uncomfortable, and the more uncomfortable, the, the the like the bigger the you know it, it just keeps building and building and building. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the chat we have Mr. Colin Colin Adam Paris, and he says that uh, you just gained a new fan. My man, thank you so much. <laughs> so, that, Colin. Yeah, man, that's awesome. You guys have anything yeah. for him? Yeah. Well, you got any I do special stuff. plans for your birthday or what? What's up? Got any special plans for your birthday or what? I actually left all my friends in uh, in um, a future sponsors of mine bar. Uh, I actually got to talk to this guy about sponsoring me. Um, <laughs> I left them all in there, and I'm going to maybe have a slice of pizza. I think I earned a nice. slice of pizza. I got my rounds in with uh, Sunny Cupcakes and Kim Moore. They gave me nice. a And uh, I don't know. I might have a water. I don't drink, so... Uh, might have a water. I haven't decided if I'm gonna have a pizza yet, but uh, I might get like a par pie. That that sounds really sexy. Hey, hey, right jo- jo- John, Johnny's gonna make you eat a cake. So just, I mean, that's his, that's his nickname. So come on, man. Yeah, you know, he had a couple of cupcakes yeah, yeah. right here. Fucking hit me with a couple cupcakes. God damn. Right? Nah, it's all good. It's yeah, no, Johnny's a good guy, man. He's fucking He's a awesome. Great guy. Dude. Yeah, he is. Yes, yes, he is. David, you got anything? Yeah, well, first of all, Don, thank you for joining us tonight, taking the time on your birthday, bro. Happy birthday. I'll cheers thank for you. you. If you're not mm-hmm. you're not a drinker, I definitely will cheers for you, brother. Um, talk about the fight game. Uh, I mean, most of your fights, man, you're a finisher. You're a killer. Uh, training with glory now, I'm sure you get a couple more wins. You're going to get that opportunity on the big stage. So from now until then, we'll definitely have to run you back on the show talk about you know after november 6th man that's a busy night in the combat sports world yeah. so uh, looking forward to seeing you step in there man but i gotta ask you your uh, last amateur fight you fought a guy named chris motino ended up a yeah. draw 
I got to uh-huh. ask you, what, what, what do you remember about that fight? And do you keep up with the past opponents trained with that guy? Or is there, you know, cause I know you guys are some, uh, you know, Connecticut, Massachusetts uh, cats up there. So I don't know if there's any relationship I want to ask you. So, uh, I've actually trained with Chris a handful of times since that fight. You know what? Yeah. It is what it is. It, fighting for me is not personal, right? Yeah. I could like you. We could fight. It's not personal for me. Right? It's just what I do. It's just like me and you playing chess or me and you playing video. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, it's just competitive. And that guy, kid's a gamer. It ended in a draw. You know? Do I think I won? Yeah. Does he think he won? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, we're both um, I've grown so much since that fight, not height-wise, but, like, mentally. Um, I was going to say, you know, that's a tough one. Same fucking height, but, uh, you know, I think we're both more complete fighters since then. And to see what he's doing, I couldn't be happier for him getting the call up to the UFC, taking a short-notice call against John O'Malley. He didn't win, fuck it. Guess what? He's fighting again. And, and I think that's the dream, making the most of an opportunity. So I couldn't be happier for him. And we've trained together. So it's one of those things where it's like, dude, fuck yeah. Good for him. You know, I'm going to get there too. We're just two guys that are going to be UFC vets that fought his fucking amateur, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, I figure y'all did train together. That's why I want to ask you. I said, that's an interesting opponent as far as it being the end of your amateur career and then going on to what you've accomplished in your pro career. I mean, shit, most of your fights don't make it out of the second round. So like I said, you keep up what you're doing. Like you said, do it uh, out in glory. Uh, you're going to get tested there. Uh, seems like you're in a good place mentally, physically. I mean, shit, it sucks. Your fight's going to get pushed back. But uh, yeah, man, over time, I think you're, you're going to get that opportunity, my friend. So like I said, Honestly, it's a pleasure having you on the show, man, because making the time on your birthday, much love over here at Fightful Game of Mad City. I appreciate that, it. I yep. think uh, this card getting pushed back was uh, actually a, a blessing in disguise. <laughs> I was probably going to yeah. fight at 75, 80% in September, you know? It's nice yep. to fight at 100%, you know, with uh, it's just a long, slow injury that, that wasn't super – I needed to take rest, and, and that's really hard to do as an athlete, especially mm-hmm. a professional athlete. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's one of those things where it's like, Time is only your friend if it, if if you're working towards it. So, so I think this is kind of a blessing in disguise. Yeah, it sucks. I could have used the money from this fight, but you know what? My my motive isn't fucking money. My motive isn't money. If I wanted to make this, this plenty, I'm no idiot. I can do anything. I can learn any skill I want. Anything. There, there there's nothing I can't learn. It might take me longer in some areas than others. Someone might pick it up faster. You know what? If I'm motivated to learn something, I'm going to fucking learn. And if my motive was money, I'd be fucking rich on it out. That's not my motive. I want to be a UFC fighter. I want to be a UFC vet. I, I, I'm, and I don't want to get to the UFC. I want to be a motherfucker in the UFC. Like, yo, dude, you're fighting him? What? Shit. Right? Exactly. Hell yeah. And when you do get that call and you get your first fight, we want you on our show, man. Anytime. You want awesome. me on the show, I... I I, I can't literally shake your hand through the foam anytime. <laughs> right, Ajay, that's that. awesome. Anytime. That's Anyone awesome. I will make the time. You know? Good. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Jared, you got anything? Yeah, no, not really. He pretty much brought everything, but I know you follow fights. Are you interested in uh, a winner maybe of tomorrow's CES main event or what? Don't give a shit. 
I do that. <laughs> I, I got shit to do. Look, I'll put it like this. Um, Glory is big on watching film. I've started watching fights. My old philosophy was I don't give a fuck about fights, about other people fighting, because I'm going to go out and fight my fight. They're really big on watching fights. I started watching film. But here's the thing, right? Matt Bissett in the uh, called me out. All right, cool. I get that. His fight fell out with someone else. Um, he asked to fight. I was injured. I don't need to make excuses. I ain't fighting him on three weeks. I ain't putting that to my chest. I could give a shit. You know what? You got to fight. Good for him. There's no shit talk. Like, he was trying to talk some shit. I was... I think it ended in like me telling him to lick my cane and then him saying like let's put it in context which is fucking hilarious <laughs> him, you know I ain't putting enough on my chest and taking a fight three weeks uh injured you know no one, no one knew that I was injured no one, no one needs to know I was injured I don't need him to make my career right, right? yeah you got you to make your own path he needed someone to save his fight. I totally understand his answer. Yeah. It's cool. Fucking whatever. Good luck, dude. You know what I mean? He got a fight. He got what he wanted. Good luck. Go win. You know, I I, I have no animosity towards it. Am I going to be paying attention? I got other shit I got to do. You know? <laughs> I got to focus on myself. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well done. So... I like to ask some random ass questions to our guests, Let's especially especially it. fighters. So <laughs> here we go. Do you think aliens exist? Yes. Yes. Hold on. Yes, hold sir. on. Do you not know what my logo is? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I see it, but you know. <laughs> it's my logo, brother. Yes, I love it. Do I think aliens. Yes, do I think aliens exist? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro, that's he's one of them. That's awesome. right. That could be one of them. Let's go. Let's jump down this rabbit hole. Yes, yes, I love it. I love it because I'm huge on aliens, Bigfoot, cryptic, paranormal. I love that shit. Outside of the fighting world, that's my other world that I love. Okay, I dig it. I dig <laughs> it. So, let's go. I'm a, I'm a big believer in there are things that. I cannot perceive, and I don't know what these things are, but I think that there are bigger parts than us, human yes. beings. Human beings are 100%. human beings. I, I think that there are some things that I can't perceive. Dude, you want to talk about fucking time? No idea how the fuck works. I wear a stopwatch. No idea how fucking time works. I know right now we're going linearly. I don't know what, like, I don't know how dimensions are. I'm so fascinated and curious about all that shit. Mm, yeah. Yeah, man. Because that, and I tell people, there's just no way that we are the only planet with life on it. In, in this whole entire universe, there's just no way. No well, way. Some people's universe revolves in the town that they lived in and never left. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> true. Are you, are, are, are why, waste those... hey, why waste your time? Right. Yeah. Why waste your time talking to them? Keep believing. Yeah. Believe. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. Or these these flat earthers too, you know. Hey, I don't know if that's true or false either. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit. <laughs> All right. Next question. 
What's the strangest thing in your refrigerator right now? Oh, I'm at my parents' house. Uh, oh, right shit. <laughs> yeah, my mom's a chef, so. Dude, oh, she's well. got fucking ice cream. She's got fucking cheesecake. She's got watermelon. She's got 15 types of cheese. I'm talking goat cheese, mozzarella, uh, burrata, fucking cheddar, uh, goat, uh, <laughs> fucking blue cheese, dude. She's got all the cheese, sour cream, uh, She's got all the produce. She's got a little fucking garden in the back. She's making fucking sauce. She's Italian. She's making sauce. Dude, I don't... Like, we go down to the freezer. We got meats. We got this. We got that, dude. I don't fucking know. Like, I myself a fucking meal plan, dude. I eat fucking ground beef. I eat fucking gold potatoes. I eat fucking mushrooms with honey and sriracha. And then for breakfast, I have fucking Greek yogurt with berries and nuts. Okay, well, that's not really that strange, but shit, man. I mean, your mom's a chef, so yeah, you got it made. Yeah. Mama Shane is cooking it up. I left the Missouri and I lost weight. My you, fat you ass can't can't can't. Home. <laughs> How hard it is! How hard it is to fucking be a professional athlete and not fuel yourself with the fucking delicious shit she's making. Right. Not you at all. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. If you could trade lives with someone, who would it be? Anybody? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No? Okay. No. I'm trying to experience mine to the fullest. Awesome. I don't need to experience anything else. If anything, if anyone does something I'm trying to do, I can do it myself. I don't want to trade lives with anyone. I Good live answer. Solid answer. Yeah. Yeah. I live and die by all my decisions. I am the result of everything that ever happened to me good or bad i wouldn't trade lives with anyone good answer man good answer what is the stupidest thing you've ever done uh bro <laughs> <laughs> what you call it um went to college <laughs> yeah yeah okay I went all for right. all the wrong reasons. I went for all the wrong reasons. I went. I can dig it because my parents wanted me to. They they figured that my success and their success was based on a piece of paper. I wasted my time, my money. Uh, all I did was party. I didn't give a shit about school. I partied hard with two R's. Uh, I experimented with almost every drug under the sun. Um, like that was a what really school did you go to? I went to. UMass Dartmouth, and I transferred to Bridgewater State. Yep, yep. So, nice. uh, you know, during that time, I could have been a lot better person to myself. I could have invested in myself more, knowing that I wanted to be a fighter and just pushing that to the back burner. You know, instead of going pro in 2016, I probably could have gone, like, if I decided to take it seriously and, and like, before college, uh, it, that, that was a big struggle. Right now, you know, my parents weren't the most, uh, you know, when when I was getting into fighting, my parents were not supportive of it at all. But, god damn, have they learned to fucking... They're, they're some of my biggest supporters right now, and, and I, I couldn't be where I'm at without them, you know? They, they've, they've let me the shirt off their back if they could. Don't get me wrong. That took a lot of fucking work and, and convincing and, and, like, look, this is what it is. Like, you're either with it or not, but uh, there are some truly fucking unbelievable people. So sometimes when I tell the story... 
about how I got into fighting and their reaction. They get pissed off, and, and I'm not going to do that today, but uh, I just want to give them a quick shout-out because I, I wouldn't be here without them. Yep, um, yep. You know, like, yeah. like I, I couldn't be in the position I'm in without them. And yeah. uh, I want to give them the, the, the backbone of, of maybe not my ability, but definitely, you know, pushing me to – be the best yeah yeah for sure all right if you could uh be friends with a with a celebrity who would it be celebrities don't excite me man okay (laughs) i don't know i i don't watch tv um i don't watch tv i i don't watch news i'm on social media but like There's still people too. Yeah. Okay. I just want to call myself with good people. Like, it, like, what does a celebrity status mean? Like, oh, they're rich, or oh, that a lot of. I don't care. I don't care about that stuff. That, 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 that I don't find that important. Right. So I think right. hanging out with Kanye would be fucking weird. <laughs> I want to hang out with weird, fucking crazy people. <laughs> like, I, I just don't like hanging out with normal people. I like weird, interesting. Like, if you're normal, get the fuck away from me. Well, Kanye is not normal, so I can totally get that. I can totally get you wanting to hang out with Kanye because he's he's a he's two cans short of a six pack. So, well, yeah, he's fucking weird. And he, he, he owns his weird, you know. Like, yeah. I'm not saying I want to hang out with Kanye, but like. I don't know, like, I, I wouldn't want to hang out with him because of his money or his fucking music or because of his spot. Like, that, that shit doesn't excite me. Right. I want to hang it's out with him for not, not because of who or what they are. Right. Okay. I got that. All right. So, so what would you do if you could possess the ability of a dog? A dog? Yeah, dog. What I would you do? I people all day. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's fucking world. Right? It's fucking try and lick my cane. God damn. Like, what, what else is there to do? Hey, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. You're going to give me a belly rub? Fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Lick my own tape. This dude. What else is dogs do? Oh, fuck. Okay. So th- this one's, I don't know. Let's see. What would be the worst thing to hear as you're going under anesthesia before surgery? I don't know. I've had surgery. Um, That's why I ask. What, what, would it, what would have been the worst thing that you would have heard before going under? Well, I don't know. <laughs> the worst, like someone told me or like, no, like if like the doctors or the nurses, there's they say something like, "Oh shit," and then you go out, you go out. Was that his testicle we just hit, or what? <laughs> <laughs> Did we just oh, crack his taint? Or the fire <laughs> alarm going off too? Oh shit! Could you know. imagine? I just look at his nap. Can we can we pass this question? I, I don't know how to respond. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, last question. All right, let's go. 
What's the dumbest thing someone has argued with you about? You ever tried to talk to a drunk person before? (laughs) (laughs) I've I've bartended the dumb shit that people fucking say. Oh, as a bartender, yeah. Yeah. Gotta hear the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Bartending is fun, heck yeah. But um some of the things I hear. I don't have a specific one, but like, have you ever had someone come up to you and be like, hey, can I get a Tito's and vodka? Like, yeah, buddy, Tito's is vodka. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, and vodka. Yeah. Guarantee like, I've done that before. Right, uh, <laughs> I've heard a lot of dumb shit. Okay. Uh, I try not to argue with uh, dumb people. Sometimes I do just because it's fun, but. <laughs> yeah. Just, just to see. Dude, there'll be every once in a while where it's like I'm arguing with someone and they're clearly a fucking idiot, and then I'll make a a whole argument that I know is complete bullshit just to see how long I could keep it going. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, That's I'm classic. no fucking genius, but like I like fucking with people a little bit, you know? What I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, man. Of course, around, you have to. I like fucking around. They're fucking drunk. They're not. They don't know. They're they. they... Uh, well, I'm not talking about everyone. I, like I, I just mean in general, like. Every, talk to a fucking idiot and they're trying to convince you fucking guys blue and white well actually green here's why yeah right right <laughs> it's crazy how long I, get, uh, I don't know some <laughs> dumb shit like that usually i'm out with my friends just bullshit and uh the dumb shit i hear is the bad <laughs> it's all good well, speaking yeah. about that, dude, we should let you go so you can be with your friends. I want yes. to thank you for being on the show, man. You know, a buddy of mine, and I appreciate it. Can't wait to see you soon. And hopefully uh, your training goes well. I'll be there at your yeah, next fight. I, I appreciate all you guys for having me on. Garrett, thank you for reaching out. And, um, yeah, I'll see you guys in November, all right? Thanks, brother. Really do appreciate good, it, Don. Appreciate thank you coming on, brother. Take care, guys. Later. Later, bro. Oh man, could talk to him for hours. Hell yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah Don held it down. Yeah, he's a cool cat, man. So I'm sure he earned it. A... On your birthday, I, I probably wouldn't do it on my birthday, but <laughs> shit, <that's me>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that was an awesome, awesome interview. I love these random ass questions. I just that alien I... one was perfect. Yeah, well, I mean, I knew there was something with him with the aliens because of his poster that he has on his Facebook. Yeah, he usually so I, has that in the center of his fight posters, yeah, his, fight, yeah. his fight banners. It's pretty cool. But like, mm-hmm. legit, he sells. You could give him every ticket to that venue, and he will sell it out himself. It's crazy. That's awesome. It's crazy. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, he's got a good following too. That that following up there, y'all, Garrett. That's your territory. So that's cool to hear. And I mean, shit, man. He is a guy that I think over time we will see him, you know, in some pretty big fights, bro. And like, I mean, I didn't, I've just seen the highlights of his fights. I mean, geez, would love to see him take on some of the top guys like coming up. And uh, I mean, I didn't know him and Matt had a thing going on. I know you guys had that combo with, with Matt last week. So and then here he is this week. So that's kind of cool. So Yeah, that was, uh, it was kind of odd. I know they were kind of cool or just not just whatever, but yeah, his name came up when, uh, the other opponent backed out, and yeah, it, it's a fight that would be pretty popular up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and and Matt's taking uh, fighting for the belt tomorrow, so seeing weigh-ins yeah, early. Buddy. You know, like I said, you, yeah, yeah. So that's a good thing. Yeah, 
And which is cool is that Fight Book MMA is going to be in the house covering the event. We got our boy yes, here, Janet. He will be there. Um, he will have the uh, all the fight uh, results at the website um, live. So if you guys can't watch it for some odd reason or be there, just uh, keep refreshing the page there on the website, and you'll be able to get the at least the live results on uh, on each fight. So yeah, two, uh, two possibilities of having double champs. If Matt wins, yes. he'll be a lightweight and featherweight champ, and then mm -hmm. in the co-main, Jay Perrin is yep. the bantamweight champion at Cage Titans, and if he wins this be the CES Bantamweight Championship, so can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. Good good fights long on that day. card. For Jared Kelly, long day ahead tomorrow. So mm -hmm. that's a good thing, too. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Right Hartford, on. Yeah, Hartford, Connecticut. That'll be fun. Yeah, so shout out to the the Birchfields, man. They always take care of uh, us here at Fight Book MMA and and my and uh, Pariente. So yeah, good 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 guys, good people to be around with. Well, there's another fight that's happening this uh, Saturday. We have uh, UFC Fight Night Smith versus Span. Um, let's go ahead. Spawn. Spawn. No, I say Span. Yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. Span because that's how well, his I nickname see it. is. Uh, Superman's his nickname, so it can't some, be Spawn. Some, but yeah, but I've heard see, people say Spawn though. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I mean, everybody's right, and you can't tell them wrong. So yeah. <laughs> well, let's grade the poster yeah. real quick, like we always do. This poster to me sucks ass. Wow. They just did one like this. They yeah. did, they literally they just rotate them. It's crazy. I it's confusing. It gives me a headache looking at it. Dude, it's like yeah. this poster is. Too much going on. I don't know, man. He's riding them on top. I don't know. What the hell is that? <laughs> He's riding. I think they're getting uh, they're getting too overly creative with our criticism week in and week out. And they're like, oh what? let's just fucking flip it sideways and see what they say this week about it. So <laughs> they're listening. They're listening. So. Yeah, they are. I don't like it. I, I really don't like the poster. I'm going to give it a zero. Yeah, <laughs> I, want, I want to hear what Rudy thinks about it. I know. I don't know if he's there. Rudy, are you listening? You there, buddy? All I see is your... I'll give it Rudy's rating of a butt. His butt. <laughs> ass. It's a rating it's of ass. That's, ass. That's, that's Rudy's ass. It's, 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 it's an ass. It's the whole ass. Yeah, I think just looking at it the way it is just makes me uncomfortable about the entire event because it's fucking 15 <laughs> fights. And I mean, it's 15 fights of a lot of fights that I'm not really interested in. I mean, there's a couple that stand out, but I mean, pretty sure this card like may in fact stay intact. I think it says 14 now at Tapology, but um, there, I, I see a lot of fighters getting cut from this card. And that's the whole reason why there's several matchups uh you know, whoever's matched up on here because matchmaking is not good. Um, I don't like most of the fights on the car, like I said, but Mike Rodriguez is on the car. He's been on the show before, you know, a friend of fight book MMA, mm -hmm. uh, Raquel Pennington. I didn't even know she was still an active UFC fighter. She's fighting um, earlier in the Rodriguez night. Rodriguez needs a W tomorrow. That's a fight. That's a, whoever loses yeah. that fight is going to be cut. Yeah. So let's hope it's not Mike. Yeah. And I think the like early in the night, I don't know what fights stand out to you guys is something where 
you're not going to be making a sandwich and rush to the TV to catch. I I really want to watch Gustavo Lopez. I mean, we've seen this guy fight. uh, He's a combate uh, global, uh, you know, vet. Um, It's it's just a fighter that I like following. Um, It doesn't matter who he's fighting. I'm always going to pick him. Um, I, Campbell McLaren, you know, talks highly of him too. So, um, yeah. but Gustavo, man, he's a he's a gamer, and and um, I believe he lost his last fight. Um, let me see here if I remember correctly. He did lose his last fight. Yep, he did. It was against Adrian Yanis. Um, yeah. But like I said, man, I, I like following this guy since he was in combate, and uh, I'm gonna watch that fight for sure. Hannah Goldie, I mean the the she's going to be fighting Emily Whitmire. Um, <clears throat> I've been following Hannah for a while too. Um, it's unfortunate that she lost her her last fight in the UFC, but uh, I'm I'm hoping that she gets back into the win column with this one. Um, even though Emily, you know, she's just four and four, but she's also a gamer. Um, but I, I really do hope uh, Goldie uh, takes the the W and and succeed in this division. I don't know about you. Yeah, guys. me too. I picked, I picked her too. Yeah. That's another. Uh, yeah, starting losing, losing yeah. your going fight. Yeah, first fight of the night too. Yeah. Yep. First fight, and then Gustavo's the second fight of the prelims. Um, so those are the two fights for sure that I don't want to miss to uh, Saturday. Um, I like the co-main event. Looks pretty good to me. I think that's going to be more exciting than the main event, personally. Yeah, we'll get to that one here in a little bit. Uh, it that that's a that's a that's going to the- be. What's his name? Joaquin Buckley is finally back in action. I think uh, Antonio Arroyo is a loss away from getting cut. So that's kind of a crossroads fight for both guys. I mean, Arroyo is probably going to be a big underdog. I don't know. I don't see the odds right now, but Buckley always brings the action. Uh, you know what I mean? Any, any type of fight. He was actually like, I mean, fucking the cameras are following him around mm-hmm. uh, doing the UFC vlogs. And then, you know, he got starched out. And uh, here he is still. Yep starting out the main card of course he is on the main card he's the first fight but um yeah, yeah there's some strange matchups i don't know montel jackson jp bays somewhat interested in that matchup earlier in the night um mm-hmm. i was gonna mention yeah. that fight too you know because jp did lose his uh usc debut um his wife won her last fight i believe if yeah if I remember she's... correctly she won her last fight so we she's might see her in attendance yeah, she's the one that said she's broke. Yeah, said, yeah, yeah, that's right. That she, she used all her money and was broke. And, you know, this this 50 Gs that she got pretty much put her in the positives in her bank account. It's That's yeah. just that's just nuts to me. But um, but we can blame all the media scumbags for uh, yeah. that narrative. Uh, all us media scumbags. We all, that's all we talk about, yeah, right? So. I so think media the fight number eleven is going to be the, you're part the of fight the of the night. <laughs> Tony Gravely, man, he is a badass. Yeah, Tony is they a fucking is, is good. These two, two tough guys. He, They're both yeah. on some win streaks. Hell yeah, man! I is it is it Gravely or Gravely? How, how do they say his Gravely. last name? That's another one. Gravely. 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 Gravely I think is what. Yeah, it's, but it's I think so it, different. Yeah, I think either way, you're wrong. Either way, you're wrong. So, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Antonio Gravely. <laughs> yeah, I like that fight. At 35, I mean, uh, Manus is never. That's another one. Is it Manus or Manus? But 
he's games. only lost once. I mean, it's a good fight. I mean, it's good matchmaking there. I do like that matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I that's, think, uh, that's one. I think they do have this the main card kind of set up well because if you start mm-hmm. things out with Joaquin Buckley, he brings the action, leads into that, the, the gravelly Manis fight. Uh, Armin Suzukian is pretty dope too against Thiago. I think that's a super big mitch, uh, mass, uh, mismatch right there. I think Armand is super legit. He's only lost to what, um, what's his name? The Khabib, the Khabib yes. part two, right? Oh, yep. yeah. The, mm-hmm. and what's his Islam, name? Makachev. Oh, Islam Makachev. Yeah, the only, yeah, he's only got to beat him. So, I mean, that's he's a pretty tough cat man in that division. So, I'm definitely uh, interested. And that went to yeah, a decision, last... too. So, he's a tough mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, and he did have yeah. a fight that was booked with the uh, Nazmat Hakparas, too. So, I, was in, I think that was a couple months ago or so so i'm interested to see how he looks against jagos but it's a mismatch in my opinion big time he's got to be a big big heavy heavy favorite in that matchup yep yep agreed but the next fight i will not miss because ariana (laughs) me neither all i gotta say dude she needs to win this fight she has to win she's coming in with two losses bro yeah she loses she's out she she loses she yeah she is totally out you would think and, so, and, but you never know. And, well, that's true. You never know. I mean, shit, Sam Alvey's, what, he signed another 10-year contract with them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so, forever, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Mandy Bone, she's a, she's a good fighter too, man. She's number one for a reason um, out there in uh, in Germany. So, um, yeah. Sleeper fight yeah. of the night. It, it is be. a sleeper fight, and that is not a sandwich fight of the night either. No, there's a lot a of pretty... sandwich fight. There's a lot yeah. of sandwich fights of the night uh, on Saturday, but Ariane Lipsky, man, I, I want to see this fight for sure. I just want to see her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I do got Lipsky. Uh, I like her hands in the fight. I think uh, the stand up, this fight probably we could probably go all over the place, but uh, Lipsky yeah. in a must win. I think she comes out on top and um, maybe and a hard fight decision. Knows yeah, and you know she knows it, man. You know she's she's on a two loss, and she knows what's up when happens when you lose three straight with the UFC. And especially at one twenty five, I mean, we know what one twenty five is. Who's the mm-hmm. champ? It's like you got to climb mm-hmm. that ladder, and you have to be super impressive time and time again. Have a good winning streak, and then you end up fighting fucking Shevchenko at the end of the yes. day. You know what I mean? So yeah, she got worked by her sister too. Oh yeah, hell yeah, she did. Like yeah. bad and ground pound, so it's going to be an interesting fight. Fight for yep. A life. Yep. Yeah. And then the but, uh, co-main man, we got Ian Kutilaba versus Devin Clark, which is kind of funny because Devin Clark lost against Anthony Smith. I know, and, right? <laughs> he's going to be the co-main. He lost against, against both of them. He lost against yeah. Ryan Spann too. He did. He sure yeah. did. Kutalabas are, uh, what's his name? Him and Anthony Smith yes. are the highest ranked guys on this car, or highest ranked fighters, not guys. But um, but yeah, that's kind of crazy that it worked out that way. You know what I mean? Like, Kut- Kutalaba got wrecked twice in a row. Like, yeah. Man, but if he shows up in the Hulk paint, it's a game changer all the time. You know what I mean? He, he The guy him. just fucking, yeah, if you can get out of the first round against him, though, uh, Devin Clark has a chance because I think that's, I don't know, Devin Clark, man, ever since he got, like, who choked him out nasty? It was like a keg party choke. Um, Jan, Jan Blakowicz choked him out, like, as if he was just, like, yeah. nothing. So, since then, yeah. Devin Clark, I've kind of doubted uh, picking him. 
And especially him against Kudalaba, I don't know, man. De- Devin Clark's fought some weird fights where he's barely got past some lower competition. And I know he does train with John Jones. He's a Jackson Wink fighter. Trains yeah. against some pretty good guys there, too. But it's, it's very hard for me to pick him, man. And against Kudalaba, if it gets out of the first, it can get interesting. But I'm definitely going to go with the Hulk. And I'm pretty sure he's going to show up in the fucking Hulk paint. So I hope yeah. so. I hope so. Yeah. Now, do you think do you think if uh, if if any of these two main guys uh, lose, will they fight Kutalaba next, or is he just too low in the in the rankings? No, he's too far. He's a little far. He's too out, far you know. down, far out. Yeah. Devin Clark possible cut if he gets starched out, though. Uh, worth worth mentioning, you know. Well, if Kutalaba can knock him out in the first round, that's it. Huh. Yeah, I think right. Clark uh, is fighting for his job. I, I'm putting yep. that out there. Yeah. And you know what, man? Most of the cuts that we've been talking about in these past fights in these past years, ninety-nine oh, percent of the time it happens. <laughs> yeah, we're, we've been on a roll. Ninety-nine percent. Yeah, shit. Yeah. And we're just calling it as we see it. I mean, it is what it mm-hmm. is. It's not like it's Dana White gives. Well, it's not like <laughs> Dana White gives a shit. I mean, we didn't mention the uh, Tuesday Night Contender series. Like, I wanted to ask y'all too, like. What is it with Dana White signing everybody now that wins? It's like everybody wins a car and the price is right every day. Because you know he's I mean? like, desperate. He's <laughs> desperate. He knows that a lot of his fighters are getting old. Yeah. And they're not bringing in the fans. So if, he you knows, have an exciting, yeah. and if you have an exciting fight and an exciting win, then you're going to get signed no matter what. And because yeah. he doesn't want to lose all these fights because of the so-called new promotion that's coming out yeah. with this this fighter pay and shit. Yeah, I think it's just it got a little bit watered down. I, I caught the the Tuesday night contender series this week, but last week I didn't. But just the continuing trend of him signing everybody, I'm not with that. I'm more with Dana White being, uh, you know, the emperor that he is, and just kind of being picky about you know certain performances and some guys that really stand out. So I don't know. There's something to that. And uh, you might be right, Rob. He might just be, you know, just stacking the roster, pulling everybody into the UFC. That way nobody else can sign him. I'm surprised. I'm the you. first couple seasons, he like you said, he didn't he barely he didn't pick two or three pe two or three people, maybe four most in one card. Now yeah. he's picking everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I do it, agree was like, the, well, it was like one or two fighters, and then he'll say, Well, this guy, he's got the potential, but let's get him, you know, um, Let's have him come back and see. Now yeah, it's like true. you want, you get a contract. You want, you get a. He's like the the next Oprah, you know. I will you get a contract. That, yeah. You get a contract. He did make the right decision though, given Carlos that contract when he lost because he won that fight. That was bad. Yeah. It was a, that was a good fight too, but that was surprising that he, uh, you know, gave it to somebody that he lost. It's weird because Carlos won his first contender series fight and did not get a contract. He lost the second fight and gets the contract. So what kind yeah. of sense does that make? Yeah, it just all depends on how they win, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. If if you win, freaking like just it blows everybody's mind, then yeah, you're gonna get signed. So he shouldn't actually sign them. People are announce it. He should just be out there like um Caesar, just with the thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd be epic. <laughs> just that would be. That would be perfect. I'll, uh, Donald yeah. Trump, you're fired. Yeah, yeah. why fired. the hell not? You're hired. <laughs> you're hired. <laughs> yeah. Right on. So, what are we giving this uh, this uh, event? 
Or Anthony Smith, uh, Brian Spahn. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it, uh, we kind of talked about it. Yeah. Um, oh. Anthony Smith. Jerry, Anthony Smith. Jerry got Smith. Rob? Yeah. I, I got Ryan. The only way Spahn's going to win is if he catches him. That is the only way. He's been caught. Anthony Smith has been caught. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. He's been, and he's got a suspect chin. Yeah, he's fought the best, too. That's the thing, man. The guy's got so many goddamn fights, man. And Spawn, I mean, coming from LFA, like, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see um, if if, if Anthony Smith comes out hard in the first round, like he usually does, and comes with kicks, and he's able to hurt Spawn and kind of give him, because Spawn's coming in very confident. Like, I heard a lot of Mm -hmm. his uh, pre fight interviews. He said he was basically like coming off the couch, uh, halfway training, you know, 19 and six, you know, record wise. So now he's refocused. He's got, you know, he, he's ready to come up in the game at, at light heavyweight. And Anthony Smith's the guy to do that. He's fought for the belt. So uh, big win against Smith kind of shoes him into that combo. He's new, fresh blood, you know what I mean? For the light heavyweight division, but Lionheart, yeah. since, his, since his teeth got knocked out by Glover, uh, he's yeah. kind of been on a low-key little run. He was almost in the title contention again until that uh-huh. might happen, you know, so. To me, now, Anthony Smith is more of, like, a gatekeeper. Um, I just don't see because yeah. he was the proclaimed uh, fighter that retires everybody, you know. He beats everybody and they retire. Like, yep, yep, but true. Now, now he's not. Now, to me, he's more of the gatekeeper. And I believe if he loses, you know, it's either Kearns for him or one more fight and that's it. Yeah, I think both good. guys he's are healthy. Yeah, both guys are healthy and they, they seem like they're at the, they're in their best condition. Like our guest earlier, Don Hassan, I mean, he was hurt. He could have took a fight. You know, he wasn't 100%. I think both these guys are in the best shape. So I think we're in for a pretty banger of a fight, like maybe a five-rounder. But I have a feeling somebody's going to get sparked out. And I'm gonna take Ryan Span in this one. I, I I think Ryan Span catches him. But I, I do too. I'm, I'm picking Ryan for sure, man. Yeah, like maybe second round or so, Span takes him, catches him good. Yeah. Yeah. Word. And and overall, the card on paper. Oh, geez, it's that's a rough one. We need Rudy Lara to chime in here, but uh, <laughs> it's a six with a chance to be an eight point five. Yeah, that's good. A lot, of, a lot of upside, I think. That that's that's a good good thought right there. It's a six with a chance of an eight point five six right now on paper. But most of these sleeper cards, man, they always come out fire. With True. This, this one's gonna end knockout. up a four. <laughs> we'll know from the first fight. Yeah, the first fight is always the one that. Uh, you know, it could be a long night if they all go to decisions. Jesus could end at three o'clock oh. in the morning. Oh, yeah. shit. I feel I feel sorry for our boys <laughs> uh, out there at the other side of the river, man. No, they'll be waking oh. up in time to watch it still. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah, Eating have some tea and crumpets and watch some MA. <laughs> Marathon, though. If, if all these fights go to decision, <laughs> the worst card ever if they all go to a decision, right? Yeah. Man. Every single fight goes to a decision. No, yeah. we got we got to throw in a a a, a Mark uh, decision out here, man. Yeah, maybe. You know, Mark Mark is always the one that has the uh, what what does he always pick a, a uh, draw a draw? There you go. We're gonna have a draw somewhere down this card here. These fifteen fights that there's got to be a chance, a good chance of it. There's a good chance we're gonna see a double draw. 
No, five, fight. five finishes in the first round and then 10 straight decisions all the way through. Cap oh, my off. God. Could you imagine, bro? <laughs> You're jinxing it. I'm telling you, now it's going to be every fight's going to be a unanimous decision or a split decision. Watch. <laughs> my anniversary, so I won't be watching much of it. So, uh, yeah. I'll have to watch the replay. Yeah. Or the highlights. Yeah. Well, speaking of another 14 fight card that's going on that same night, Bellator is happening and uh, very possible that Yoel Romero and Phil Davis could be a stinker of a five round decision too as well you know? be honest with you man until you just said that i didn't even know bellator had a card or i think well, it's not bro. a it's it's not a five round fight sorry it's a three round fight but it's um, a three round it's yeah i don't know um, man the, the, this bellator card like there's so many fighters on here that are making their debut that i really don't even know who they are it's and there's there. some, there's some that are like one and one, oh and one, oh and oh, oh and two. Oh, well, that's and oh. crazy with Bellator. Bellator is such a big promotion. Like their yeah. main events and co-main have like people that you know, everybody knows. And then, like you said, people making their debuts. It's crazy. Deanna Bennett's even on this card. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's the third fight on the card. Uh, yeah. the main card. It's um. I think Alejandra Lara is going to take it though. I think Alejandra is going to be able to put Deanna away. I, I seriously do believe that. Yeah, should be a. Should and they be a got Neiman. Fight. Yeah, Neiman Gracie and and Leminger. I mean, I don't know. We won't go deep into picking, but Rob, like you said, you got Lara, Neiman Gracie. That that's an, I mean, that's a good fight too as well. But I don't know. Yoel yeah. Romero and Anthony Johnson. We we missed that. That's the fight we wanted to see. But yeah, I can easily right. see a wrestling match. Yoel Romero and Davis. Uh, a split decision for fucking Yoel Romero. Or no, he gets robbed by a decision. So I'll go with Phil Davis in this one. Yeah, and then he'll uh, he'll fucking shit in his pants. <laughs> but like, then again, he is like playing. He's playing with like house money though. So Yoel, it doesn't matter if he, even if he loses, there's still going to be dude, some fights for him in Bellator. And yeah, yeah, he's not yeah. worried about money. He fucking won that fucking lawsuit. Oh yeah, he has like thirty million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. won that lawsuit, <laughs> so he doesn't care about money. Yeah. He's a yeah. king in Cuba. Yeah, he's, he's a fucking king, man. It'll be interesting. I, I didn't even hear about this fight. That's I'm surprised. I hadn't seen much about it. It'll be yeah. yeah. Cool. So there you go. What else is happening in the fight world? Uh, let me go to my list here. Oh, there's um, a lot happening. Yeah, we have tomorrow. Our buddies, Combate Global 20, is going to happen tomorrow night. Um, I will be doing a live event. Or live events. The live results uh, <laughs> tomorrow at the website. Um, Tyne FC 72 is happening as well. CES MMA, CFFC 100. And then in the boxing world, September 18th in Panama, it's going to be a title fight. Maribel Ramirez versus Yaditsi Perez. For the, it's going to be a 10 rounder. And they will be fighting for Ramirez's WBA Women's Junior Bantamweight title. Um, I think Maribel is going to destroy Perez. I for sure Marvel. see that. It's this. This is a fight y'all don't want to miss. Um, real boxing. Yes, this is some real boxing. Um, if you don't know who Maribel is, Google her. Um, I think that's it for now. Let's go ahead and finish out the show with our outside the cage news, David. 
plenty going on outside the cage as well as inside. I mean, we definitely yeah. it's loaded. Combat sports is loaded this weekend. It's mm-hmm. one of those weekends. Um, but I guess we could start off with uh, we heard yesterday. Well, two native New Mexicans have retired from the sport of MMA, starting with Joseph Benavides, former challenger, title challenger, probably could have been the the best fucking 125er out there if Demetrius Johnson mm-hmm. never existed. He had so many title shots at different at every. How many title shots has Benavides had total? Like probably four. six. <laughs> yeah, that's four, crazy. Four, four, five. Yeah, mm-hmm. can't win them all. What a tough dude. Good yeah. for him. He's he had two his, in one year. Yeah, he had two just yeah. recently to uh, the fucking the former champ. Hey, but but you yeah. know what though? He still came on top, man. He's got Megan Olivia as a wife. That's what she yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's walking away, but he's walking away to Megan Olivia. So I guess he's winning. Yeah. You know. Yep. He's winning. But the other known natural born killer of New Mexico, it was kind of un- unexpected, but Carlos did walk away several years ago. Uh, he was fearing about, you know, brain trauma, you know, and shit like that was going on. And he had shit going was going on in Carlos's life. So, but uh, yeah, he had that bad losing streak, came back, won one. Uh, Carlos has always been a G man, fucking the best chin in welterweight history of the UFC, without a doubt. Even in WEC history too. Oh, dude, yeah, yep. man. Carlos, Carlos is a legend. Carlos, legend. That's, that, yeah, that's where I became a fan of his. Um, was in the WEC. Yeah, former yep. champion. I man. mean, come on, Carlos was the fucking G in the WEC. Yeah, I remember he'd uh, known Carlos for years since he yep. was a fucking bouncer at a bar in Albuquerque when nobody knew who he was. So, but um, yeah, man, hey. it's, it, it's hey, time hey, for. Hey, hey. And we knew we knew who Benavides was way yeah. before anybody knew who he was. The New, yeah. New Mexico regional circuit. They yeah, man, he, yeah. he fought in Las Cruces. I saw him fight uh, live. Um, yeah. Him and his brother out there in Las Cruces, man. But when when a Benavides was a fighting. Both Benavides brothers were fighting, and it was fucking awesome. It was just awesome to, to see these fighters that you grew up watching in your hometown, 20 minutes from your house, to, yeah. you know, to see the success that they're having. So, hey, you yeah. know what? When it's time to retire for them, you know, they know what they know why, for what reasons. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he'll get a job as a coach or a corner somewhere. He's he's got that knowledge. He's he's a really good, well-spoken dude. That's why he's wanting to get out because a couple of more whacks in the head and that could just all go away. Yeah. yeah and shout out to Carlos Condit. I mentioned it on the show before. The future. Hopefully, he runs for mayor one day of Albuquerque because I think he could win. And his dad was a. Or his dad is still a current. I'm pretty sure a politician as well. So I think he's kind of got the support there. So if it happens in the future, you heard it first on this episode 106. Future mayor of Albuquerque, Carlos Condit, one of these market bitches. <laughs> but yeah, uh, shout out I... to both though. Shout out yep. to Benavides and Carlos though. Enjoy yep. your retirement. You guys mm-hmm. held that shit down. You know what I mean? Carlos. Fortunately, he wasn't known as the undisputed champion. That sucks yeah. that they had the interim title or whatever, but we know what Carlos has done. You know what I mean? He's had George St. Pierre on the ropes. Unbelievable wins. Some of the most memorable fights. I mean, what, Robbie Lawler and Carlos Condit? Mm-hmm. Is that not your favorite welterweight fight in history? Jeez, <laughs> that was a fucking war. Body Carlos won that off. fight, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he lost, but he did win, though. They cheated. Yeah. 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 But, oh, man. But yeah, 
that was a uh, kind of out of nowhere and it worked out good because Thursday night, Wednesdays, a lot of news always breaks. So that's why we mm-hmm. do our show. That's Perfect. a hot topic right there. So everybody's talking about Carlos retirement. Yep. 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 Um, the, um, matchmaking, uh, the Moreno Figgy three, December 11th. What do you guys think about that? Do you think, why? uh, Alexander Pantoja got fucking robbed. I mean, come Pantoja on, got robbed, bro. Robbed. They basically, that when he won the fight, they basically booked it because Moreno was commentating or sitting at the desk, and he said, "Yeah." And I thought that was going to be the fight, but here we are. We got you know, Figueredo's getting the fucking trilogy. Yeah. So. I knew they were going to do it. Just get it over with. I'm not yeah, excited. About, just, I'm really I'm not, not excited. Either. I think mm-hmm. Moreno's going to starch him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. get it over with. It's too bad. But that might be the next fight, Pantoja and Moreno, if he wins. Early it should be the fight. It's, it should have been now, the fight. Now. Yeah. You know the UFC. They're vast. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also worth, worth noting, too, I don't know if you guys heard, uh, Tyron Woodley, the last time we seen him, he was begging uh, Jake Paul for a rematch and uh, didn't get the tattoo and all that fucking shenanigans, but Miraculously, he's going to be back on the UFC analyst desk this Saturday. So yeah, that's crazy. That's weird. Yeah. I hope the Paul brothers just disappear for a little bit. I'm just sick, sick of the hair in their names. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be our next outside the cage news topic. Yeah, Jake Paul versus the world. Yep. yep. So Jake, who's the Jake next uh, victim? Um, I'd like if, if it's going to oh, happen. You know who? Master you know who? No. Um, uh, what's that boxer that fought and made his Fury? Uh, yes, Fury, yeah. his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy yeah. Fury. Tommy, Tommy Fury. Fury. There you go. Tommy Fury is going to be next. That would shut up the legit boxing comments because he's a he's a legit boxer. You know, he is. That would be, he uh, is. He's but huge. Tommy he's Fury, huge. Tommy Fury is just a big dude. He's yeah. just and he's got a huge, ginormous, like, huge. He probably. He, you know, he's got a pretty big following, almost as big as uh, Jake does over here. Yep. He's big over on that. He was on that show, Love Island and all that stuff. Uh-huh. But I think we'll I think see. that's what's going to be next is Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. Yeah. See, and I, what I don't get, too, about him calling out Dana and calling out Masvidal on that is, like, Masvidal should fight him because that's his biggest payday. But honestly, I think Masvidal is waiting to see what happens after next Saturday and the possibility of him fighting uh, Nick Diaz. Is what I think that's is gonna happen. That's the yeah, fight they, they want. You know what I mean? People so keep talking Dan, about the Leon Edwards thing. I'm not Leon doesn't even want that fight. Yeah, <laughs> no, Leon said uh, two losses, he doesn't want to hear his name. So I, I do I, I agree with him. Yeah, fucking fuck yeah. He doesn't need to fight Masvidal, but it's a big uh whatever, they'll sell the promos and fucking keep rerunning that backstage scuffle or whatever. And mm-hmm. it'll be bullshit. But Masvidal should fight Jake Paul. He really should. That's the fight that fucking should it's his happen. Money fight money fight but yeah. dana would never let it happen never not while he's signed with them because if he oh, ever no. did lose you know yeah it has to be somebody that's washed that's been out of the ufc for a year or two or so and yeah but but yeah that's my uh conspiracy theory of the night is uh masvidal's waiting to see if diaz runs to lawler then he fights nick diaz for the bmf title that yeah, could be that could happen that'd be that'd sell a ton of tickets mm-hmm. so i think that's what's gonna but if I'm gonna pick Jake Paul's next opponent, I'm fucking Holyfield versus Jake Paul. Fucking, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Dude, no. Yeah, I, I don't know. Poor Holyfield. 
He's the hottest. Uh, the, the money fight is Jake Paul. Who it knew is. we'd enter this realm of fucking earth? You know what I mean? Where Jake Paul is the money we're, fight. Where we make, see they, that, they that, punch that babies. a YouTuber, a YouTuber, Disney oh, kid, Jesus. a Disney kid, the Disney kid is the uh, money. You're fight. making my blood pressure go up. <laughs> and he is the money fight until this uh, mysterious MMA promotion. Finally surfaces yes. and we figure out who the hell's behind this. So I don't know. What do you guys think is going on there? Well, there's another promotion that not a lot of people are talking about that are trying to do this. Um, and it, it, we're hoping we're damn it, I already said we're <laughs> <laughs> so the, the promotion that I'm that I'm uh, uh, being associated with, you know, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to do the the whole payday and the whole insurance, everything that we saw on on, on the post that Ariel Hawani posted. Yeah. That's what Cage Gladiators is trying to do too. Um, now, will it happen next year? I don't know yet. Is it going to happen in two years? Could be, but that's what the whole concept with Cage Gladiators is to have a promotion that pays the fighters well, have a medical, a pension plan, everything, all of that. And there's the article. I've actually published an article and it's on the website. Just do a search on the website, Cage Gladiators, and you'll see all, all the breakdown of what they're trying to do. It's the exact same thing what this mysterious promotion is trying to do too. Now, will it succeed? I don't know. Will Cage Gladiators succeed? I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I'm not the one with the money, so we shall see, man. I, I do hope it, it it does happen. I really do. Well, in other words, Ariel is late, and Rob knows something you don't know, and we don't know, or we might know, but we're not telling you right now. So Keep staying tuned, people. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to yeah. be interesting. I think, I think by I next Tuesday, we'll hear something. When I when I saw that tweet, I was like, "Hmm, this looks exactly what I've been talking about." <laughs> yeah, you have a knock on your door in an hour. I know, right? Oh shit! Yeah. No, two Carlos, blacks. Give me a job, motherfucker. Right? <laughs> yeah, or two black suburbans will show up outside of Rob's thing and give him the neuralizer and just wipe out, oh, you know shit. what I mean? Everything that. <laughs> if it's a Hillary bumper sticker, run. Right? Yeah, oh shit! God damn! <laughs> just actually don't even especially, run. Just you can't run. Just I can't, man. I'm just all right. All right. Especially the shit that's going on in Albuquerque, and uh, mm-hmm. I won't even mention it on the show because this it's not the proper uh, platform for that. But yeah, there's some yeah. crazy shit going on in Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of Albuquerque, John Jones looks like fucking Roy Jones Jr. I don't know if you guys seen Roy. it. Not Roy, Roy the <laughs> Jones Jr. <laughs> oh man, it's kind of creepy, man. I don't know. I seem to pick and uh, his face, the... bro, his face he looks... called the UFC's bluff, and now he's just gonna turn into a, a raging mess. That's my my theory. Man, he's, he hasn't I mean, fought in so long. He's just gonna yeah. become a bodybuilder. That's all. He's gonna start. We're gonna see him competing for the Mister Olympia. And... <laughs> You know, yeah, it's I, I don't know. It's kind of strange, but then again, he's been out so long, like you said, Jared. We just don't know what the fuck's happening. Like he hasn't crashed or burned like he usually does when we don't hear about him. 
So that's even more of a bigger mystery. Uh, he hasn't well, saved anybody with hot dog water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's better be saving those pennies because he hasn't had a paycheck in a while. Where's Rudy, man? We need we need Rudy on here because we're about to be closing the show and 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 he's I don't see him on the screen and we need him to talk about that hot dog water. Damn it! Ugh. Yeah, I'm getting getting kind of concerned here. Rudy's not there, so <laughs> I know, I know. But but along the lines of John Jones, I, I don't know, man. Like this whole bulk up fucking two year thing just to move to the heavyweight division. I mean, we've seen fucking OSP take a heavyweight fight on like a month's notice. You know what I mean? Yeah. So whatever, oh, whatever shit. this is about, I don't, I don't know. It's fucking John Jones. So that just kind of says it all. But I think he's making a big mistake with this like bulk up thing, whatever. Like he's still got them skinny legs. I think surreal gone can hurt him and bust him up. I, I think Stipe can bust him up. You know what I mean? But he isn't yeah. matched up against anybody. So until he is, then I will care. But at the moment, he looks like fucking Roy Jones Jr. So... <laughs> oh my god yeah uh, all right well guys time has caught up to us i know jared's gotta gotta bounce because he's gotta go work early in the morning because he's got yeah, a big back, big david. day yeah man i'm glad that you're back david you know we do miss having your insights on the show <laughs> um yep. it makes it it makes it just for a fun show too so um so yeah uh don't forget we have a lot of fighting uh this weekend starting tomorrow with ces um and uh with combate uh global as well um jared will be doing the live results for ces yes then, sir later on that night around 11 o'clock 10 o'clock ish my time so 12 o'clock somewhere else uh, i'll be doing the live results for combate um, and then we have the ESPN on uh, UFC on ESPN plus 50 and that boxing event too, which is, I don't want to miss that fight either. Um, so head out to, uh, to the website. You can uh, check out all the news. And other than that, David, close out the show, homie. Yeah, man. Feels good to be back after two years. So, oh man, <laughs> Rudy Lara holding it down to produce the role as always. Uh, shout out to Don Seamus for joining us tonight. That was a cool ass interview. One of our, uh, one of my favorite guests so far, and we've had a lot of great guests on this show. So, mm -hmm. but uh, 100, 106 episodes. Now we here. Feels good to be back. Like I said, man, Rob, hold it down. Always the boss, Derek Kelly, from the mm -hmm. East Coast to the East Side, to Ringside, Fight Book MMA. Uh, if you want all the latest combat sports news, you know where to go, and that's FightBookMMA.com. Around the clock. And for myself, Dave Rodriguez, Ruthless Rudy Lara, the boss Rob, Jarrett, we out. We'll catch y'all the next one next Thursday. Enjoy the fights this weekend. Peace. Peace. Peace.